Welcome to Crossroad Church's Sermon of the Week podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Bob Ellis. Last week I started a, a message series called The Meaning. And, and it was based off of Jesus's, it, at least that message started the, the series off of where Jesus told his disciples, in a little while you won't see me anymore, but then a little while later you will see me. And he talked about how uh, he was foreshadowing his death and resurrection and, and how leaving would be hard and coming back would give them this great um, hope and joy that would propel them and also propel the church. And so we looked a little bit about that passage. And today I want to, today is, is Palm Sunday. This is the day that around the world we're celebrating the historic event that took place and is recorded in Matthew's Gospel in chapter 21. And I'm going to start reading verses 1 to 11. Matthew records it this way. He says, Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. And the disciples went and did just as Jesus had directed them to. And they brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. And most of, the, uh, most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. Now, I'm not going to be able to necessarily break down everything that's happening in this passage, but, but I just thought if, if the whole world is celebrating an event, then, then it would be helpful to us to understand the meaning, the meaning behind the event and why this was so significant. Now, this was uh, just in, in simple Jewish custom and history, this was needed to fulfill Zechariah, the prophet, who, who, someone who they would have heard growing up in their synagogues. And, and, and it's recorded in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. The scripture says, Rejoice, O people of Zion. Shout in triumph, O people of Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious. He is humble and riding on a donkey, riding on a donkey's colt. And so, so this is a prophetic word. And I'm going to get to the part about the king in a little bit. But, but what is also significant about, about this day in particular was this, this represented the first day of, whole, of the Holy Week leading up to the Jewish holiday of Passover. And so as Jesus is, is, is riding in on, on, this, uh, on this colt, then it's, it's symbolic of, of who he is as the king, but, but it's also very symbolic of, of going back to the book of Exodus where he is going to be the, the sacrificial lamb. Um, now, they don't see that at the beginning, but, but the whole point of Passover, if we, if we understand the events leading up to Passover, 
as, as Moses was leading the people out of Egypt and Pharaoh was not ready to quite let them go, it took the 10th plague. It took the 10th plague where the, where the death angel passed over the homes of all those Egyptians and Israelites who were living in Egypt. And, and as the death angel passed by, there was one thing he was looking for. He was looking for the, the blood over the doorpost of the homes. And so what the Israelites would do is they would take the lamb. And, and, and if they didn't have the lamb, they would also have a goat was allowed. And, and these were allowed to be, they, they had to be without spot or blemish. And they would take this and, and then on the 14th day of the first month, they would, which is what that day was, they sacrificed this at twilight and they applied the blood to the doorpost. And as the death angel passed over, he saw the blood and the blood was a sign that this home had been redeemed, that this home would be spared. Of, of, and so what would happen is all the firstborn of those in homes that were not covered by the blood would die. And so, so Passover, when this event is taking place, is, is linked. And we're going to see the sacrifice next week when we go into, or at least we're going to see the resurrection part uh, after the sacrifice. And so all of this is leading up to. And so Jesus going in right now as he's, as he's appearing and getting closer to, to Jerusalem, the outskirts of Jerusalem, this is happening during a holy week. This is, it's tying in to what will be uh, not only symbolism and foreshadowing, but it will tie into the redemption of all mankind. And, um, and it would also link the past with the present. And, and so one of the, the things that, that people see in, in Palm Sunday, we, we think about the palm leaves. And, and maybe you grew up in a church where you, you give your kids palm leaves and, and, and they'll say, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And, and they'll wave their palm leaves. And so the church has celebrated Palm Sunday. But, but what we need to understand about Palm Sunday is according to Zechariah, what it meant was the king had been presented. When a king would ride in, he would ride in victorious. And so as Jesus is riding in to the outskirts of Jerusalem, it is as a conquering king. Well, it, he hadn't conquered anything yet, and, and, but that's how they're treating him. They're throwing their coats down. They're throwing their palm branches down. They're, they're, this is an uproar. And this would have gotten all the way back up to the Romans because they understand that when, a, when an area is taken over, then the king would, would roll in. They're hearing this roar and, and they're hearing how the people are going after him and this is going to cause a stir. Jesus is, is declared through through these events as the king. Well, we know what happens later. They betray him and he's crucified. But it's, 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 it's tying into this idea that he is our king. When we celebrate Palm Sunday, we need to also understand that he is the king. One of the, the, the cool things about um, American history is, is our form of government is pretty unique. And so every four years, now, and I want you to hear this, we get to elect our king. Um, we have senators, we have congressmen, and, 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 and even in ancient Rome, they had senators. And, and there was always these power brokers, and, and so we've got a form of government that's pretty interesting. But did you know ever since the, uh, since the beginning of time, people have been looking for a king? The Israelites, when they, they left Egypt, they left Pharaoh, they left his, his, his heavy hand upon them, and, and God was going to be their leader. But yet it didn't take them long till they started crying out, for a king. 
And in our society, we elect our king every four years. And, and I don't know that, um, I think that's our way of still doing some of the same things. But, there's, but then we're not satisfied, so we elect a new king. And we call him a president. And, and, but, but the people of God have always longed for a king. And God is our king. And though we can fulfill our, our, our dreams of thinking, oh, okay, we've we got someone to lead us, eventually we always get disappointed in our kings. Jesus is being announced as a king. Rome had a king. It was Caesar. And so this, is, this would be considered treason. Palm Sunday is a very treacherous and treasonous day. We think of it as a day of celebration, but it's a day where, where the true believers are declaring our king is Jesus, our king and our vote is with him. And, and, and the Bible says that, that we are to worship him as king. And the Hebrew says it this way. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. It says that he upholds the universe by the word of his power. So, so Jesus is the king that keeps his word. Jesus is the king that we can follow and know that he is faithful and true. He is also all powerful. So the meaning of Palm Sunday is a, declar a declaration of who is our king. You and I have to make that declaration personally. Um, a lot of times you maybe have heard the saying, I've accepted Jesus into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Well, what does Lord mean? He's over all. This is someone over me. But, but with Jesus, he's over everything. And so for him to go into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday or as the outskirts of Jerusalem, he's coming in. People are, are declaring, behold, your king is coming. He's fulfilling Zechariah's prophecy. It goes on a little later and it says this. They were also shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Well, what's the meaning of Hosanna? Hosanna is an Aramaic expression. And, and when it was translated into Greek, they left the Aramaic phrase. But it comes from, and, and most, uh, most have attached it similarly to Psalm 118.25, where it means salvation, or save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. So it's a phrase in, 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 that's wrapped in this one word. So it's a declaration, save us, you're our king. Hosanna, salvation has come, salvation is here, we pray it be. And, and so as, they're, as they are shouting in the streets on Palm Sunday, what it meant was, this king brings salvation. Now, they were looking for political and territorial salvation and freedom from the Romans. And we understand that Jesus had a much bigger picture uh, in mind. He was coming to be not only the king, but the lamb. The lamb who was going to take away the sins of the world. In fact, that was the exact expression that, that John uh, the Baptist said when he was baptizing in the Jordan River. And he sees Jesus come to the waters where everyone else is being baptized and he says 
Look, there's the Lamb of God who will take away the sins of the world. So the meaning of Palm Sunday was a declaration of who our king was. It was, it was also a reminder of who the lamb was, the, the need for a sacrificial lamb so that the death angel, when he passes over our homes, we know that we have eternal life in Christ. It, it was a moment uh, for the people to recognize what we are all going to recognize one day, that salvation is found in only Jesus. It's not found in ourselves It's not found in our own hard work. It's not found in other gods. In fact, we're to have no other gods before him. He is the one and only true God. Now it's a celebration. And what happens next is is frightful. He goes from being elevated as king, the one who would take away the sins, the salvation to the world. And then in verse 10 in Matthew chapter 21, it says, and when Jerusalem the whole city, uh, sorry, when, and when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, who is this? And the crowd said, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. They declared him as king. They declared him as salvation. They declared him as, he's bringing forgiveness. And yet when he goes into Jerusalem, the people don't understand the meaning of why he came. They said, who is this? And those who had been part of the crowd screaming, they said, oh yeah, it's a prophet. It's a prophet Jesus from from Nazareth. They don't say he's the king. They didn't step out on a limb. They didn't go as far as to say who he is. So on this Palm Sunday, you and I are are participating in uh, in a historic celebration. Around the world today, we're all doing the same thing. Every pastor, I'd say, probably hard to say every pastor, but probably 90% of all the pastors around the world are tying in today's message with the events of Palm Sunday. They're talking about it, they're remembering it, they're, they're, they're bringing their own points and own illustrations to the table. And so we're all unified in this one story. But I guess my question is, do we all understand the meaning of this story? Do we all understand the significance of who he is? Do we all know that he is more than just a prophet? No, he was the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. He is the king that is returning someday. He's the glorious road to salvation. It's only through Christ that we can be saved. Today, as you you go about your day and hopefully have a great day, I want you to remember the meaning of Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is is a reminder that the king came into Jerusalem, but the king is coming back. And, And I would just say, make sure you know who he is before you see him face to face. Let's pray. Jesus, we we thank you. We thank you for being our 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 king and our salvation. We thank you for taking on our sins so that we can have eternal life and that death can pass over us. And we understand that. We understand that in this world we will experience a physical death unless you come back first for us. But we know that we've been given eternal life because we have applied the blood to our hearts. You have now come into our lives and the blood covers us 
And so you see us differently, God. You see us differently because of what your son did for us. And so today we just, we thank you and we praise you. You are our king. You are our Lord. And we worship you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. For more information about this podcast and other ministries, visit crossroadstx.church. Thank you.